This is the Kita Anime Podcast with Dito and Katie Data for July 3rd, 2012, episode 6 of the spring season. Who are you guys dressed up as? It's time for the Kita Anime Podcast with Dito and KT Data. The Kita Anime Podcast is brought to you by Dr. Hentai. Be loud, be proud, and read your hentai out in public. Don't forget to share to share the good parts. Hey everybody, welcome to the Kita Anime Podcast. I am KT. And I'm Dito. And this is the podcast where it's kind of like a book club. You watch the episodes, you come, talk to us, you chill. We have fun, we do shenanigans and whatnot. And all that good stuff, but... And you find out exactly how KT got his splint. Yes, that's, uh... But, you know, um, we gotta warn you, there are spoilers abound if you have not watched these episodes. We're actually finishing up our uh, final two episodes of uh, Kuroko, Basketball, and Jorgaman, so, uh... Ito? Um... Shall we just jump in? Alright, I guess so. Silence means yes. We're not doing our episodes today. We're actually going to be covering Nurtacular Anime Expo. We're, this is a special, man. Did you not get the memo? No. Why would we... Yeah, so um, what we're doing here today is um, we're going to be covering Nurtacular 2012 and Anime Expo 2012 that we just hit the last two weeks. But, but, just, the just, animes, just, why, just deal with it. Just, why, why, just, just deal with it. Why we got we so it? much to talk about in these, uh, in these last two weeks that tell you, I tell you what, we I just can't hold it in anymore. Uh, it's, it's like a, it's like a horrible fart just needs to come out. All right. Okay. So <laughs> that joke maybe went a little bit long, but okay. Let us explain. So what's happening now is that we actually do have the final two episodes of Jorgaman and Kuroko and we will cover it. But in next week's episode, the reason why we're doing that, actually, is because the summer animes that are slated are not ready to start yet. So it's we, we figured the time that we good since we've just gotten back from both of these two conventions, and they're fresh on our minds, and it would give us enough time that we need to uh, get in and just go with it. So we'll, these two epi- so this episode is going to be really special. It's just going to be me and Dito talking about our times at Nerdtacular, which happened here in Utah, and Anime Expo in uh, in Los Angeles, California, and all that. The good sea stuff. of smog that yes. we flew right into. Yes, very, very sea of smog. Um, so we hope you enjoy. Um, so let's just uh, we need some like music or something, right, Dito? We need like peppy. Yeah, some something peppy. Let's. I gotta put some music on, or this is not gonna like. And yeah, yeah just about, cover my face. <laughs> how about uh, I know a good peppy song? Uh oh, I don't like where this is going, guys. Oh, baby, baby, how was I supposed to? Oh. Okay, for Pro- all those who just turned uh, tuned in and heard that self, I am sorry you heard that. <gasps> what? No, Britney's okay, fine, fine. Here, how about this? <laughs> Uh, 
Alright, alright. We'll just leave this playing around in the background a little bit like this, shall we? Alright, so let's start off with our first convention. Our first convention that we're going through right now is actually Nerdtacular. So, what do, what do you think for a convention called Nerdtacular? It's pretty self-explanatory. It's a gathering of nerds, and what happens is the uh, Scott Johnson of Frog Pants fame, you know, of the instance, the morning stream, film sack, um... The recently canceled uh, forecast on tw- the Twit Network. You see him everywhere. He's a cartoonist, pretty well known. Once a year, he decides to actually pull off a convention for Frog Pants fans. And it's not quite like the normal convention where you expect. It's actually a lot smaller. It's more like a mini convention because everybody's all in the same room. We're chilling out. We're talking to each other. And people actually fly out to Utah. I know. It's weird. People would actually come to Utah, but they do. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is considered a social convention. Um, they have similar things like this in Idaho as well for anime. Yeah. So I have to ask you, Vito. I went to this last year, so I kind of knew what to expect. But um, from your side, what did you expect, actually, when you are coming in? Well, for me, it's first time going. I really didn't know what I was getting myself into. I practically walked in, even though I bought my tickets. But um, when they scan your ticket, you got into um, enter a prize, which was called the uh, prize Ocalypse. But before that, there it was interesting. I mean, I wasn't yeah, expecting like, just to be just to sit down in a giant hall and then go through yeah. the like podcasting yeah. style of of just interviews, yeah. basically. So, like, were you expecting more of just coming into the hall and wander, kind of wandering around that it, like there would be a dealer's room or something like no. that? Or I was more expecting like there would be multiple panels. Like, basically, it was just one giant panel that you specifically came to go see. I mean, unlike other conventions, you have multiple ones going on all at the same time. This one, everybody was just in one room enjoying what was up there, and it was entertaining. Even if you didn't get what was going on itself, you still kind of felt that it was, like, to be. Yeah, and one of my favorite things actually about this convention is that I could actually, I felt comfortable enough where I could just walk up to a random person and just start striking up a conversation with them. Like, everybody well, you, there you was friendly did. guys. <laughs> yeah. And, like, c- uh, come on, Dito. Like, did, did you get that feel too? Because I, I, you know, I knew some of the inside jokes because I listened to the morning stream almost every single day that's broadcast, you know? But you, like, maybe heard one or two of the podcasts. Yeah, I did. And, you know, like, how'd you feel about the crowd, you know, the reception of it? Well, just like you, just like randomly pick up a conversation with someone else. And really, as long as if you pretty much are just a nerd in general, just like geeky things, it doesn't matter what genre you like, you can connect with almost anybody. Yeah. And uh, one of my actually favorite things is like Scott, you know, Scott comes up and he starts, you know, introducing himself, say, hey, everybody, welcome and all that. And, you know, he's just up there cracking jokes and, you know, all the, all the hosts for all the shows. So, like, Tom Merritt, Veronica Belmont, Brian Ibbett, uh, Randy Deluxe, um, or Randy Jordan is his full name. Um, the Terpster was there. Uh, who else am I missing? Um, Dills was there. Um, like, every Frog Pants host, except for uh, two people who couldn't make it out, they were there. And, you know, it, it was really cool to have because there's only 400 people there. 
Scott purposely keeps this convention small, so there's actually only 400 tickets that are sold, and they sold out too. You know, um, pretty fast, mind yeah, you, pretty fast. They they go quick, and like I said, people fly out. I there were people from all, almost every state that came, even out of state. You know, some Canadians came. Yeah. There was someone from not France, but um, was there one from Belgium? Belgium, um, Terpster himself, he's from England, from London, so he flew down over here too, uh, and it's it's really interesting. So the first thing is actually the podcasters producers panel, and this is something that usually you don't really get a lot of chances to do because when you actually see interviews with, so all the podcast producers were up on stage, and it was pretty much just a Q and A session, you know, where you can ask questions or, like, comment on things, and they'd all respond back. And usually that's actually pretty hard on the bigger conventions because there's just so many people in the room that you can't go around. Right, Dito? When Yeah, this was great because unlike other conventions, when you go and try to find who you want to talk to itself, you have to wait in just horrible longs of lines, walking endless amount of places, trying to find itself. No, this is just just do this. Just boom. Enjoy. Yeah. Um, and it's like these hosts, they're not just out there for the panels, you know, they're sitting in the crowd with you and in between breaks, you can just go talk to them and everything. And it's, it's totally, in my opinion, a lot more unique of a convention and it allows the community to really interact with these people that we hear every day. And, you know, and some terms, they're kind of a part of the family, you know, and, uh, the, the funny... no, that's, what they, that's what they basically say because yeah. the community that came out itself are usually wow heads because you know um, what was it he got what, four pallets Scott got like yes. four pallets of so, stuff from Blizzard yeah so um, if you guys don't know about the Frog Pants Network uh, Scott his one of his biggest podcasts he's done is the Instance Podcast so it's a podcast about World of Warcraft and uh, they have fans there are fans of this podcast at Blizzard, and they uh, decided to sell him, send him four pallets of swag. Like, they had so much swag. Normally how it happens is there's just one section at the end of the day called Prize Ocalypse where they give out prizes, but they had so much swag that they were just throwing things into the crowd the whole entire day. You could literally yes. walk up to the swag table and ask Kim, which is Scott's wife, or so, another person there, and they just hand you swag because they just had so much of it. It's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know this at first, but you know, I got away with like two mouse pads, about four shirts, um, a, like a hat. Um, we could have got with pins, or yeah, like the Diablo three pins. Could have got away with lunch pails, um, shoulder bags. Um, just yeah, and they were just they're just literally just throwing it at people. There's like you want here, you want here, and then it's like you want over there, and they just like fling it yeah. all the way across the room. And this, you know, this is a pretty big room too. Yeah. And they're flinging it all the way across and hitting people in the head that are not paying attention. Yeah, the funny thing <laughs> is, like, even by the end of the day, they had like six boxes of t-shirts still left over. Yeah, yeah they're all like you would assume that they they're all be extra large gamer size itself. No, it's like I, at the end of the day, I still got myself some mediums because yeah. you know I wear medium shirts. Uh, it, it, that, that's a nice thing. And then the funny thing is that uh, my buddy Mark, you might know him as uh, Marky Moore on YouTube. He likes to do a lot of reviews. Him and his buddy actually came. The, so this year, they, it was the first year they actually did a costume contest. Um, and my buddy Mark, he came dressed, and his buddy came uh, dressed up as a orc peons. And during the Frog Pants Q&A, 
his friend actually got got the mic and was asking a question, and he was totally RPing it or role playing the thing. So he's like, "We're uh, orcs, half humans, half orcs, and we we hear the, you humans talking about these things called video games." And it was hilarious. <laughs> um, you can actually probably find that questionnaire on uh, Scott's Justin TV channel right now. It's uh, Justin TV slash Extra Life. Go check the archives, or they're going to have a DVD set that you can buy. I highly recommend you buy it, because it was, it, was, it was a blast. Right, Dito? You had fun, and you this is yes. probably your... It was, it was much for shame it's only one day. Yeah. Um, so, another my favorite thing is when we went to lunch, uh, Mar- <laughs> Mar- Mark and his buddy came with me, too. And the, the thing is, there's so many people from out of town here for Nerdtacular. We kind of just take over the whole entire... Um, south Draper Jordan. area, yeah, just Dra- South the whole, Dra- Draper area. the whole Draper area is just covered because we went to an In and Out, which is just in like, the one in Draper for those who actually know the area. And here they are, two pretty much green guys. It's a lot of people are going to mistaken for Hulk walking into an In and Out, just kind of like going, "Yeah, I want that." You know, <laughs> it's crowded because anyone who knows In and Out, it gets crowded in there. Like any time of the day, there's a lot of people. And I, I think it's the funny thing is when uh, there's these like biker guys that walk in, and they're sitting at the I table swear behind the biker us. Commission or something. And, and as we're walking out, the guy's asking Mark, "It's like, uh, why? So what's with the green getup?" <laughs> and the funny thing is, explaining Nertacular is probably one of the more unique things. It's like, uh, it's we're going to a uh, convention called Nertacular, and they're like, "Oh, that's interesting." <laughs> Yeah, if you've never if been to Nerdtacular, yeah, you've only been to Nerdtacular once, like I have. Trying to explain it to somebody who has never heard of it before is a feat. Yeah, I've been. This is my second year, and I had a hard time explaining it to everybody. But I had such a blast last year. Where I'm like, you guys, you have to come. All my coworkers, none of my coworkers has listened to any of the morning stream or, or any of the Frog Pants show, and I had them all come, and they all had fun too. Um, like, if you guys have watched the beta episode of the KitCast, you know Isaac. I had him come, too. Um, my boss, I got my boss to come to Nertacular, which was pretty awesome. Um, it was seriously so much fun down there. And uh, so, one of my favorite things during Nertacular is actually their Battle of the Frog Pants Stars! Is where what happens is they actually uh, t- pick teams. Scott and uh, Randy Deluxe have two teams. And this team, what was it, the Dirt Diggers or something, and Undefeated? Yeah. So Scott's team was <laughs> the Dirt Diggers, and uh, Randy's team was the uh, Undefeated. Because last year, Randy's team totally stole it. And so they have all the producers and everything on different teams. And we kind of go through this uh, um, sort of combination of games where some of them is like they have to uh, movie poster taboo. So you can't say any of the words that are listed on the movie poster, and you only can say one, each person can say one word while the person guessing is blindfolded. So they have to guess what movie they're trying to describe. Where we're at is each person can actually only, can't say anything on the movie poster, of course, and they only can say one word. So 310 to Yuma was, uh, I think, Western and Train, and Scott was like, 310 to Yuma! And it's funny because you're doing that, and the crowd just explodes and goes, Yeah! Um, what was another one? Another- also, mind you, also mind you that they are explaining movie pers- posters that are on Netflix's top releases. Yeah, 
So it's like IMDb's top movie. So it's not an obscure movie at all. It's movies that we've all known and seen, except for one of them. One of them was a little bit... Was it IMDb? Yeah, it was IMDb. IMDb. Sorry. It, it wasn't... Yeah. And, uh, Sorry. Yeah. They actually had other things such as uh, um, music videos covering movies. So you had to name the, co- the song that got covered and the movie that the, the music video was covering. That was another interesting one. That's hard, dude. I like barely knew any of those. I was like, that's seriously way hard. I only knew one. I only knew one. It was the Red Balloon. That was the only one I knew. That that was way hard. Um, another one, they had, you know, the normal trivia buzz in there. And the Terpster. Did he not totally kill that? Yes. Like, yes, every, he did. Every time, he'd be like, dude, dude, dude. Like, it was, it was, that, my, that was my favorite um, uh, panel, per se, of all the things. Um, so, Dito, what was yours, you know? Or what, what? What was your favorite panel during the whole time? Well, the one, the one that actually was pretty interesting is the one that was next. It's the sword and laser, uh, like podcast, basically. Which, which they are is two people, you know, sword and laser, which is their stage names. I can't remember the real name. Well, if you it's, guys don't know sword and laser, you will know these names. It's Veronica Belmont, female goddess of the gaming world. Everybody knows who Veronica Belmont is. If you don't. Go look her up, and you've probably seen her somewhere before. And Tom Merritt, the Internet's own Tom Merritt, and if you don't know who he is, where have you been? He's, like, almost done every kind of thing. He's done, uh... He's worked for CNET before. He used to work for Tech TV. Um, now he's on Twit doing Tech News Today and uh, Frame Rate and Triangulation. So you guys probably have heard him before somewhere. And, a lot, and so what happens is it's a fantasy book club podcast. And the funny thing is, uh, the Kita Anime Podcast is sort of based on the same idea where they do it instead of, uh, but instead of us covering books, we cover anime. Um, so it's kind of like a book club right there. And so, like, what, what do you like to, about that, Dito? Because of the two itself, you know, of sort of being sci-fi or fantasy, you know, I'd have to go with the fantasy side myself because you know I enjoy all the like fantasy stories. Like one of my um, favorites, well, it's actually kind of sci-fi fantasy stuff. But one of my favorite writers is actually sci-fi, which is Isaac Omnivage, and and I just enjoy like the fantasy aspect of everything. But it was just like how they would take a book, you know, take one of the books that's either sci-fi or fantasy, and just kind of go and read through it like we do in Kita and just give it just give the show notes and everything go through it slowly for all the people who are reading with them and take a month on this like we usually do or so depending on how long the the seasons are and it just felt like it was more it was felt like what we're like this is exactly how we should run our show I mean yeah just getting the community like you guys involved with us so, yeah, that's why we are, we're always asking. If you guys have comments, so just email us at uh, kita.ktdata.net. And, you know, we'll, you know, we will uh, just, you know, just talk and we'll read your email on air and everything because we yeah. love input. We love discussion. Uh, or, hell, if you really want to, so just throw us some kind of random ad reads, you know, if you want yeah. us to say stuff on there. So, I mean, you know, yeah. if you want me to say or KT to say, I'm pretty sure we'll work something out, no you problem. You might want me to say it, because Dito might put you in. Yeah, yeah just, oh, just have KT say it. <laughs> just say it, you know. Have him say, I'm an Oompa Loompa. Uh, punch, uh, I punch trees to get wood. Wood! Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, 
So, and then their their final actually uh, panel per se of the day is something that requires a little homework. And I did the homework, and the homework the homework's pretty easy to do. All you have to do is watch oh a, watch a movie, and the movie the, and it's so it's film sack. The idea of film sack is we you watch these crappy B rated movies, and you know what happens in the podcast is they take it apart and then they they start making fun of it. Uh, and happens the movie they decided to do live oh, and oh, spectacular. Oh, 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 oh. Let me here we go. You guys are ready for this. I can't do it. It's just way too funny for me. Okay. So the movie they decided to do is <laughs> Masters of the Universe. That's right. The live action He Man movie with uh what's his name? Uh Ralph Ralph Donegan or whatever is it? Yeah, I, I can't you know how bad I am with names. Yeah. Um, oh my god. I can't oh, believe they're I, actually doing this. I ha- have not laughed that hard in quite some time. Where yes. it's just... This, this, if you've ever seen the He-Man movie, you know it's bad. It's horrible. It's, if you've seen it's, He-Man in general, you know it's bad. But you grew up with it anyways. Um, and my favorite part is when, when we actually got a... Uh, Scott Fletcher, the voice of Frog Pants Network, um, they they have him read quotes, and he has this like really kind of unique announcer style, like a little bit goofy voice right there. And you, you, everybody, you guys know He Man's uh, trademark goes, "I have the power," you know. But then the way Scott Fletcher re- reads it is like, "I have the power," which is pretty much how uh, I, I it is so on my seat. Oh, it was oh, it was so good. I I love it because that and they were talking about a magic grappling hook and everything. So if you guys actually want to actually hear that film sack episode or the sword and laser episode, go check out frogpants.com and go under the sword and laser podcast or the film sack podcast, and both of them are already posted up there. So make sure you guys go check watch. out. They, Seriously, like, go and watch they that. Are uh, hilarious. I, yeah, watch the He Man one. Definitely watch Masters Universe. Uh, like film sack that was just really hilarious just for the magical grappling hook just for that yeah and then at the end of the day we reached prizocalypse but they decided to do something a little bit different to say remember i told you a little bit earlier that this is actually the first year they decided to do a costume contest and well you guys know how much dito and i like to dress up so this time i'm like i want to dress up so I brought my uh, Angry Bird hat, head, hat, head. It goes on my head, and it and it's, you know it's extra it's, head. It's a yellow a- Angry Bird, and then what I did is I actually got a, uh, a get it, get it, get uh, pig, it, pig balloon yeah. right here, which amazingly is still up after two weeks. Um, and <laughs> I was just I was literally just carrying this around all day, and when I was on stage, I actually <laughs> with my Angry Bird head up there. Um, but what I didn't expect is to actually win the hat category of this. And wait until you guys see this. Um, for all you audio podcast listeners, you you got to check out the video podcast for just for this. But I actually won a uh, unpainted Mass Effect 3 replica by uh, Bill Duran of PunishProps.com. Like, check that out. Is that not sweet? It is. 
just so everyone knows, that does actually have some good re- weight. It's made out yeah. of resin. Yeah, it's a pure cast resin, so it's not like hollow or anything. So when you're holding this, this feels solid in your hands, and I love it. I gotta learn how to paint this thing. Like I've never had to paint resin before, so this is gonna be interesting. But later out. we'll discuss in how he can actually learn. But yeah, if you guys want to see a picture of a finished blaster, go to punishedprops.com. Punishedprops.com. And that's actually Bill Duran's website, and he builds a lot of things, and he also takes, takes commissions. So, Dito, if you ever want to uh, make a prop for any of your costumes, you know where to go, because he's good. Yeah, he, he's yeah so I actually do have some things I would like to get made. <laughs> um, and so, this is a whole action-packed day. We're not done with the day yet. To top off this, what does Scott do, Dito? I don't know what well, Scott does. Well, Scott did lots of things. What 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 was planned for the end of the day? Oh, maybe a nice little concert. And not just any concert, guys. A Paul and Storm concert. And if that didn't get if that doesn't even sound good to you, it was opened by John Anilio. So if you guys have no idea what these guys are, they are actually a um, Paul and Storm are a comedy slash songwriting group, and Paul Anilio is a sci fi songwriter. So he likes to write songs about sci-fi and everything. So John and Neil, he was way good, dude. You, you got to admit. Yes. Yes, just, yes, he was. Just seeing him on there. So if you guys want to check him out, check him out on, uh, I think it's johnanilio.bandcamp.com. And he has some pretty cool songs. Like um, he was defend- saying Batman doesn't smell during Christmas. And uh, <laughs> like uh, Twitter bots love on there. And... Um, the funny thing is that John has a song that defends George R. R. Martin writing his song. And so he played that. <laughs> um, and then Paul and Storm, they have a song that actually bashes George R. R. Martin and tells him to write another book and keep writing. So that was actually a really unique kind of battle there. But yeah, It was almost like back-to-back yeah. when he ended to when they started. It was almost back-to-back. Yeah. Well, what I actually loved about that John and Neil concert is when he finished his set, he got a standing ovation, and everybody wanted him to play one more song. Like, you guys seriously got to go check this guy out because he's hilarious, and he has some really good songs, too. Um, like, you, you were there, Dito, standing ovation. and like, one more song, one more song. Yes, yes, it was, you know, for I've never heard any of these guys. You know, it's like KT tried to uh, link me to him before herself, and I heard him, but then... It was been a couple weeks after that, and I just kind of forgot about it. But once he started playing, I'm just going, oh, oh. Yeah. And then, and then finally, Paul and Storm come up. They are pretty well known as a, uh, um, as a act now in the geek world. And, of course, they have some awesome songs like Domino. They have, like, sponsor reads where it's kind of like how we make fun of our sponsors. They do the same thing, except in song but and better. They actually do have sponsors. Yeah. Um, and they also uh, they were doing the that's my that's the name of my cover band four which was hilarious on there. Um, that, that went for like they they went back and forth for about maybe ten minutes before the crowd started start doing it. Yeah, if you guys actually ever see that on the internet and wonder where it came from, it's from Paul and Storm. <laughs> They're the ones who created that, and uh, of course, the song that Paul and Storm finished off just Dito. Describe this one. Alrighty, so 
I got linked this song a while back, and it's called the Fisherman or the sorry, the Pirates. It's Pirates' Wife's Lament, right? Yes, the uh, Pirates' Lament. Yeah, the Pirates' Lament. Yeah, that was the Pirates' Wife. Okay, so this song was supposed they keep they had um, five minutes before ten o'clock when they're supposed to stop, yar. and they're having the crowd do yar the, the yar, yar. It's just like different types of yars is going like you know like sad yar yar, yar. happy yar yar, yar. you know uh, shock yar yar you know then they had the whole crowd on, on this everybody was doing it except for the people in the bleachers but then they only got two people in the bleachers only two people so. Um, it took them, what, almost 20 minutes, like almost 20 minutes before they can actually start the song because um, a few distractions happened. Yeah, so one of them, our lovely Veronica Belmont, the little imp that she has, decided to run to the bathroom. So Paul and Storm decide to go hide behind the stage and like, all right, when Veronica comes back, just like jump out and so boo. Um, and after all, all right, my knees are starting to hurt. So wherever we are in the song, when Verona comes back, just turn around and start singing happy birthday to you. So they start going actually back into the yards, and then Veronica shows up, and everybody in the hall just turns around and goes, happy birthday to you. And she's like, ah. Yes, it, everybody. There's not one person who didn't actually join in on this. They, everyone was in sync. It's like it was planned, but it wasn't. Uh, yeah. So, um, that was an amazing concert. And then the next day, we decided to go watch Brave, but Dito got lost. Yes. I saw Brave. Yes, and just by the way, Google Maps, you suck. <laughs> but I Brave, pretty good movie. And, you know, that was kind of our, like, final thing. We are just hanging out with everybody. I made a lot, new, a lot of new friends during that time, you know. Just, we were, we we're all watching the movie, so... That is actually all of Nerdtacular 2012. If you guys have a chance to come to Nerdtacular 2013, I highly, 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 highly suggest you guys go. Because I had a blast. Dito, did you have fun? I had fun, but for next year, self, do seriously. You know, for someone who's been there the first time, who isn't really familiar with this podcast community itself, who's just getting into this podcast community, it was fun. And if the zombies haven't taken us over by then, come. Yeah. Um, so what was your overall impression of this convention? It's a great place. If you really are just want to be social or, or just into wanting to even are curious about podcasting or curious about like any of the shows we talked about who and ever just wanted to meet people or you just want yeah. to come for free yes. swag, come. If you, get some. Yeah. If you are a nerd you will feel at home there. And if you're one of those nerds who are like, uh, I'm not going to know anybody if I go Email me, come down, you can hang out with me and Dito. Like, seriously. Yeah, if you, if you are a WoW fan, you will be amongst your peers. I'm not joking yeah. about this. Everybody there, a good 80% of people there were all WoW fans. Or anything like yeah. that. Myself. I mean, I don't really care too much about World of Warcraft. I've, you know, I've played it once or twice in my lifetime. But I was shown World of Warcraft playing cards similar to like how magic is because i played magic for a long time and i was just looking through I'm like okay okay and they were going to teach me like i was kind of curious to learn how to play but i was giggling really hard about the shiv you know <laughs> i was giggling really really hard uh, just sitting there going like, dude he got shanked yeah. it's just an orc being shivved like and it's called it was just it was, i don't know i just found it so funny yeah if you guys seriously come down <laughs> if you need a if you need a friend if you need a ride to the event center 
kita at ktdata.net or at ktdata. Seriously, like, I would love to see you guys in person. You can come hang out with us, you know. Maybe we'll record something for Kita there if you come visit. You're, you know. Yeah, yeah. And we want to hang out with him because, you know, Other way, who wants know. to hang out with me? Other way. You just pointed oh. outside the frame. I don't okay. know what's happening. Over, over, over here, then. Over here. <laughs> all right. So that's all on Nertacular. And uh, before we actually jump into our next convention, this section is brought to you by this random restart of the mixer. Okay, so well, we decided reach for it. Reach for it. So um, our next one, unfortunately, is not in Utah. It was in LA. Where did we go, Dito? Tell everybody where we went. Long Beach. Okay, God. so we we decided to go to Anime Expo this year, which is the largest anime convention on the West Coast, right? Yes. Um. For all those who are not familiar with Anime Expo, but have, have been to Anime Convention itself, think of whatever sm- whatever convention you've gone to, at least three times bigger, with really big names. Yeah. And we're not we're not talking just like you know just stuff like you know you, you've heard before. No, we're talking about Nis America. We're talking about Sentai Filmworks. We're talking about Four C Studios, Toyota, Funimation. We're talking like Axis. Yeah. You know. We're talking big name people. This this convention is large enough where a lot of these companies decide to pick that to make their big announcements. This is kind of like the E3 or the CES of the anime world, where you know they come and they, all these big industries are making announcements, um, showcasing the new products and everything. But Dito, I have one gripe with you. <laughs> Why? Oh, good. In the world, did you decide that would be a good idea for us to fly out at 6.30 in the morning? Uh, it's because I've been to AX back in '09, and I know about day zero. And for my experience and what I've been told about anime conventions that are really, really large is you really want to get there at the time, like on day zero. You want to be there on day zero to get your badges because other than that, so if you're spending most of half your day just getting badges the day uh, the day after Dude, because but it was six thirty in the morning if you guys want to know how tired i was on the flight over go check out facebook.com slash panda bear production and you will find a picture that dito took but, of me while i was passed out on the plane but but i'm just gonna put this one uh, key in perspective too you didn't sleep you had the ability to but you didn't i had to pack Neither did I. I needed to get the gear up but um, yeah, so but I, I'm just you had plenty of time. Yeah. You knew this weekend was coming. As much as I'd like to gripe about that being the worst part about our day zero experience, that was not the worst part of our no, day zero. No, experience. this is the worst part. So I'm just going to give you kind of a brief lowdown or you know, brief breakdown of the actual difference between when I went the first time and when we went now. The first time I went, it was just with my three other friends, um, Glenn, Ian, and Pins or Shannon. Is what we know as no rest. It was we got there about six, six or seven in the morning. Uh, we got placed in there. Okay, this is like a whole night of driving. We we drove from uh, Salt Lake City to L.A. When we got there, we got placed into well, just on the side of the building. Then we got led into the convention center, kind of herded around some barriers, you know, like just those uh, wall barriers with just the little bungees that go connects to the other one. I don't know what they're actually called. But then we were led into the convention hall where we just got to sit down 
in this like um, auditorium-ish area. This year, what they did is they put a piece of tape on there and told us to stand there. Yeah, and so we got there at uh, about 10 a.m.-ish, and so it wasn't that bad at 10 a.m., but this is Los Angeles, people. It got uh, pretty hot during the day, and they wouldn't let us move or anything, and the way they actually put the tape on the floor, they didn't space it out that well, so we're like, there's like two, three hundred people just bunched all together and getting all sweaty. and Yeah. And not to mention, too, usually whenever they had stuff like this, they would have some of the uh, um, volunteers like pacing back and forth, making sure there's not people cutting back and forth. They did a horrible job at that. Um, it was just to get you familiar with it, too. They were basically hurting people on lines where people are in between the lines. And, you know, we're going from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and waiting there. I mean, the wait is what I expected. Now, look at this. I mean, but, yeah. that was, you know, now that was what, about one-ish, two-ish? That was actually at 10 a.m. Or, yeah, that was about that one-ish. That was 10 a.m.? So, for all you podcast listeners, go to ktdata.net, check our show notes. I'll have this photo up there. But this, there's a photo that's showing on the video stream right now of the crowd that I took while we were in line. And we were pretty far up in line, too. Yeah, um, yeah, we were. We got there really, that's the reason why we got up there early, so yeah. we can get our badges, get out, and actually continue with our day because we, I wanted to do some sightseeing, you know, with with, with the gang yeah. because I want to hit Little Tokyo with them, take them to a good restaurant, take them to go to the jungle, take them to go to the bookstore, maybe even take them over to get some boba tea, yeah. you know. And then we but, we actually, unfortunately, we actually wanted to go visit this cupcake ATM that we found out about online. We didn't get to go oh, yeah. over there, and I kind of wanted to make a trip to the uh, what's it called, Dito, the fashion district. Yeah, we wanted to hit the yeah. fashion district. We also wanted to try to hit a Masua's out there, which is really close to that. Yeah. And then also we wanted to hit one of the fries, the fries electronics for all those who, all those geeks out there who really know about fries electronics and knows how actually is, how cool it is to have it because we don't have a parts yeah. store like that here in Utah anymore. Yeah, so we were there from ten, and the line, and they started letting people in at three, but we no, didn't four. get out of there until about four thirty. Uh, no, here's here's the no, here's the biggest gripe that I have about this whole thing is that they had everyone stand at four, all right. The line starts moving and moving like the where this the beginning was keeps on moving, keeps on moving, keeps on moving, and then we are what three rows? We're about third row back, and the two rows behind us start to move. Uh, we're and we're like, like what? Wait. So. Once we got around there, we saw exactly how they were streaming in, and there was five rows. It goes all the way back to, like, another big area where it extends into another five rows. So that's ten rows in the back that was basically cluster-bucked of people. And when they got up, it was just like people were just nowhere to go. So just start butting in, start getting in there. We were... It took us a good hour to finally get to the doors to get our badges. And we got our badges. We are up and gone in like five in like yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah, like by that, because by that time, um, I was like tired and it was, it was pretty muggy there because especially when you start packing people in in like 90 degree temperatures with it being super humid, that was not fun at all. It actually, wasn't even 90. I mean, yeah. at, in, in California right there, in the LA, it was about uh, 90, or not, 82. Like it was 82 high the entire weekend there. 
and for KT, who's not used to the humidity and everything, which I love humidity. I actually had a blast it. being out there. I had I it. Blast it's being all out about there. the dry so heat, man. Yeah, like I felt great there, so and I didn't phase me at all. Like none of the weather there phased me, and I was sitting in a full white mage costume. For all those who want to see that, you can check the website and, and see how much clothing I had on. At you know, at our Facebook at dependabareproductions.com. And the best part about, or the worst part about this actually, is that the people, like the the volunteers, was trying to keep everyone in line, which I understand is their job and everything, but they weren't actually taking consideration that when you're walking back and forth between the lines, so quite literally, you have this much space between you and the next person trying to walk because they want you to walk on the lines in a, like, basically, you know, like this, just walking on the lines. But no, you know, we actually had to go around trying to dodge people yeah, and people like, who have costumes. Literally, it's just, if, it's, it was impossible. It was absolutely impossible to follow the directions. Yeah, if I had to actually follow the directions, I would have probably run over at least four different people. Yeah, yeah. because, you know, KT has a really big backpack. Yeah, I'm not I'm, joking. I'm, I was, we didn't have time to check into our hotel room. We went directly to the convention center. So... I had this giant pe- backpack on with all our gear and everything on there, and I'm trying to be, you know, trying to be a decent person by not just knocking people left and right, because that's totally not cool and all. And, you know, every time I would step out, one of the guys would be like, walk on the green line, please, please have both feet on the green line. And, you know, even if you're a skinny person, that's not enough space. Um, no. But luckily, after we got out of there... Um, I, we went to Little Tokyo and uh, Umasa. That was our saving grace right there. That, it's a uh, Japanese restaurant in Little Tokyo, and uh, yes, that this, was our saving this grace. This is probably the place that you can imagine how frustrated we are. You know, I mean, after everyone told you yourself know, how we're actually acting and stuff, we were fairly pissed off. We go there, order some food, and as soon as we start eating. We're the happiest people in the world. Yeah, and like, if you wonder why, like, take a look at some of the pictures of this food. So here's like Dito's uh, udon noodles that he got over yes. there, and over here, that's actually my uh, I'd pro- I'd call it a bento box, pretty much, of what I got, and oh, it was so good. Everything from the wasabi to e- even the okay, the peanut that wasabi. Sauce. I'm just gonna say right now that wasabi was just friggin' good because every time I get to sushi places I always grab a little bit I grab a little ball of wasabi on my chopsticks and just take it just eat it straight and just see what it does. This one made my nose completely sting. Yeah. And like I accidentally got too much on one of my rolls of sushi and you know I'm <laughs> you remember this Dito I'm like I took a bite and I'm like oh and then <laughs> and I'm like Oh, that's so good, yet that burns so bad. <laughs> um, like, even down to the peanut sauce they put on the salad, it was so delicious. <laughs> the, yes. The funny thing is, if you see in this picture, and again, guys, podcast listeners, check out ktdata.net. We'll have these in, posted in the show notes. Um, <laughs> I was sitting there like, this kind of tastes like macaroni salad, but I don't know if it's really a macaroni salad or not. And all of us are just sitting there trying to figure out what it is. And then we ask the waitress, excuse me, what is this? And like, oh, that's just macaroni salad. And we're like, what? Here we are thinking it's some kind of... I was expecting some kind you know, like, I'm, t- I'm starting to take Japanese. I'm starting to take Japanese lessons and actually, you know, learning to really l- how to do sentence structure and everything. So I'm like, 
picking up a lot of this too. So I'm like, okay, I know what that is, and I know what that is because the food I got was uh, namyaki, you know, basically pan fried noodles. But, so and I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm going like this. I don't know what this would be called. So just like, uh, waitress, what is this called? She's like, just macaroni salad. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and all of us are just like, what? Oh man. We're like, oh, well, there you go. Um, and this is a good point to tell you that. You actually also can check out on ktdata.net something I'm calling ktdata.net raw, which is just quick little uh, iPhone videos that I took. You know, they're not as polished and as published with nice mics and good audio and good video on a tripod like all the other videos that we'll be pushing out. But these raw ones are kind of little snippets that me and Dito, you know, trying to give you guys a little update on what's going on and behind yes. the scenes on the other side of the camera. So. You're seeing you're seeing us kind of like we are right now, you know, just yeah. not holding back and everything being probably as unprofessional as possible. <laughs> I'm being Ish. professional right now, Dito. <laughs> I, I'm a professional podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> professional as me. Oh, no, you're more professional than I am by far. <laughs> um, but, yeah, check ktdata.net and look for the raw tag, and you'll see those. But you'll, you'll actually see us. One of the videos was in this restaurant at uh, Umasa. So after that, you know, we decided to go wander and stuff and finally made it to our hotel room. And um, But before that, we did hit a few places, yeah. too. And we, we did hit Jungle Anime, which for all those who's ever been to L.A. or actually know about it, too. And actually, there's their website, too. And... It's just like pretty much the place to go to find for just a figure collector like me. Yeah. You know, you walk in there and actually for uh, KT too because you know I. If it's one thing my friends know about me is that I am a horrible temptation I hate for you. pointing out stuff. Dude, yeah, see, can, can I just say I hate you? You know, um, if you guys haven't been following our Facebook page, Dito likes to put these uh, Ano Natsu de Maturu figures up, and I think I've bought every single one of them except one because that one was like $110. You mean the A-Zone? Yeah. And I'm still yeah. thinking about it, too. But I, He's still debating. He's still debating. So the other one big thing that KT really Dito. loves is uh, that's Kamen Rider. Or not Kamen Rider, sorry. Yeah, but, Kamen, um, Kamen Rider. Kamen Rider, Kamen yeah. Rider, sorry. I was thinking so, Kami. <laughs> yeah. What, what I actually found in a Kamen Rider was I found a Kamen Rider Blade and a Kamen Rider Fies. That might not make sense to you because... Well, I don't think anybody has known me that long. Uh, Dito knows that I actually used to subtitle anime and uh, Kamen Rider. Kamen Rider Blade was actually the first Kamen Rider I ever subtitled by myself. So that actually has a pretty soft spot. And, and K- Kamen Rider Fies was the first Kamen Rider I ever saw and got me hooked on the genre in general. So those are actually sitting on my desk at work now. <laughs> so... Yes. So, and also this place too, our friend Jason tagged with us too. I just pointed out some Jehutis and some Anubises from the Zone of the Ender series, and he almost bought those as well. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I, I really know how to push their buttons. Well, that store was tricky too, because I was kind of conflicted, because I know, well, tomorrow we're going to be hitting the convention, and there's a giant exactly. dealer's room there, but there's still some good stuff here too. Uh,. But yeah, there was there's only one thing there that I almost bought like hands down. It was these earphones from Evangelion because all those for everyone who really knows me like KT and all my other friends is that I'm a pretty big Evangelion fan. I will pretty much collect stuff from Evangelion regardless of what it is. I mean, like in the background here, you could probably see my pen pen, which is actually something I got from the convention. 
Yeah, and speaking of uh, Evangelion, how about this, Dito? Let me play something for you, if I can find uh -oh. it. Find it. Oh, yes, it's all right. If I can find it. find it. So here's just a little hint about what we're going to talk about a little bit later. Oh, yeah. Oh yes, we don't. But that's all. You, that's all. You, that's all you get for now. That's, yeah, all, that's you, all you get. This is, that's this, all you get for now. Yes. So this so, that little that little clip right there made me almost crap myself. So what? Well, so after that, I have to say, we got back to the hotel, and I'm not even gonna lie, Dito. That is probably the only night that that night is the one night that we had more than two hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, we got there. We got back to the hotel about what nine ish. Yeah, nine ish. Yeah, but we didn't really do anything, so because we're still kind of going around. So what we ended, up, what we had to do is, well, first off, uh, for the backtrack before we actually left for the convention, when I actually got to KT's house, he hit his finger. He sprained oh, his finger. Yeah. So if you're wondering on the video podcast and if you, on the audio, I'm actually wearing a splint on my middle left finger. Um, <laughs> Convenient. In, yeah, in my rush to kind of go catch our plane flight, I kind of accidentally jammed my finger like really, really bad. Like I can't. It, I, I was showing some people on the broadcast earlier, but I can't really hold it straight like this without a splint helping me right now. So uh, I'm not trying to flip you guys off or anything. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a real injury. Um, yeah. But, so he was going through yeah. the whole day with no splints. So we had to stop at the Rite Aid, which was like a block and a half over. So it's, it's a Rite Aid, Food for Less, McDonald's, and Home Depot all located within this little square. Well, what scared me, though, was the Home Depot and the McDonald's were underground. Yes, they were underneath. And I'm just going like, huh? Uh, I'm like, Dito, is that really safe? Yeah, so after we went, to, after we went there itself, our hotel is quite literally one across the street there's a jack-in-the-box and jack-in-the-box is one of the places that where the closest one to us is in st george which is about four hour drive and jack-in-the-box is kind of that place where it's good to go but yeah and especially at the same when time too, it's just like, it's like a burger king yeah especially when uh, it's like what was it like eleven thirty at night yeah. <laughs> and we're like i'm kind of hungry but not really and yeah you're, you're so, like, yeah, yeah. So the, just to re, just to kind of um, come backtrack about this too, when we after we left um, Omasa or Umasa, um, we we're still hungry because we haven't eaten the entire the entire day, and the only thing we actually really had was this stuff that I got from was it the one the Starbucks nearby, yeah. but I just stopped in Jack and Box, got some burger, just got some little penny burgers, just. A, like a few of the tacos, just the like deep fried tacos they have there, and we just went back. I mean, yeah. something simple, something fast, just to get out of there. So, and when we ate it, we're like going, okay, that was actually just right enough food for us. Yeah, and uh, you know, just to show you one last thing on happened on day zero. This is a uh, Edo right there. <laughs> uh, oh, you bastard! <laughs> yes, uh, because of this too, we were revenge like, somehow, man. Yeah, I passed out with my glasses on, and I just yeah. kind of. So, this uh, one of the hotels we got, it was basically one bedroom or one bed, 
one fold of bed and a chair. And we just kind of commandeered one. Like all of us, Jason just took the bed because he did. Uh, Katie got the couch and he was going to sleep on but then it turned to hide a bed so he got a bed yeah. and I, 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 I got I'm the like alright I'll, I'll, I'll sleep on a love seat whatever I can deal with that um, no it's it's a chair with a, with a footrest and I put the footrest down right next to it so it, it, cut, it I supported my butt then I grabbed the <laughs> chair next to it just like uh, just a, like a computer chair and I put my feet on it just grabbed the, and just stole a blanket and I slept there I was actually pretty comfortable to sleep well, just mind you you're probably the only one who would work for it because I'm way too tall for that <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't even work for it. Basically, I had my laptop set up right next to yeah. this chair I commandeered, and I just kind of made it my bed. Yeah, and if you guys know, my feet were... I had to actually sleep sideways on my bed because my feet were sticking off the edge. Don't mind, don't mind too, that the plastic on your bed, not your bed, like was completely torn. torn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, yeah. But, yeah, hey... He it's still has his head, so he doesn't have any real viral diseases for you can go. Yeah. I hope not, at least. We'll see. Blood tests will come <laughs> in later. <laughs> um, so we get our sleep. We manage to go. Again, in the morning, we, we had breakfast, so you, we, you get a video of me and Dito talking before we head out. Um, and day one begins. So this is actually my was my first year to Anime Expo, so I didn't really know what to expect at all. And uh, um, we're like, all right, no more lines, no more anything. And we're like, we should go hit the exhibit hall. Okay, just so you know, too, um, we woke up about 7.30. Well, I woke up about 7.30. We ended up leaving, tried to get out there by, like, we tried leaving by 9, 9.30-ish after everyone got up and got breakfast and everything. So we tried to leave by 9, and we tried hitting the, hitting the convention pretty early because um, we wanted to try to walk around, get some pictures. Just, you'll see a lot more photos of what we took on our webs- on the Facebook website of uh, Kita, uh, or, sorry, um, Facebook so, yeah. slash Productions.com. Yeah, and they'll be on ktdata.net very short. Very yes. Not verily, very. Very, very. Shortly. Barely. Um, Glape. Glape! Um, um. <laughs> but the dealer's hall opens about noon, so we decided to start just walk around, get the mingle people, take pictures, and then we start to head to the dealer's hall. When we get there, we see a line forming, but... What we didn't know was that when we got when we got up there, we're on I guess the G side hall, and you're supposed to go on the other side. And when we got to that side, they said to go out the double doors. When we got to the double doors, they told us to have to go around the convention hall, and where we found ourselves into the line. Yeah, so we like walked around the entire convention hall one time just to get into the dealer's room, and look at that, we're in another line outside and i'm like ah yeah but uh to make things a better self we got ourselves well we've got to forget we forgot one big mess up that happened during this time period when we got to the convention we're about to do an opening bit when katie forgot his mics <laughs> oops there were the suitcase that we left at the hotel room so yes so we had to send jason back to get it while we were setting up when we got our mics and everything we headed out and did this but uh, so everyone knows too. This is when I'm actually in my costume, you know, yeah. my cosplay, oh. and we went outside when I was in this cos in my costume, and you know, I thought it'd be a lot worse. I actually wasn't that bad. I wasn't hot at all. I was a little bit warm, but I wasn't actually like sweating hot. Yeah, and uh, so the the one thing that was a little bit different about this is like we decided to spend this first day exploring around. So you won't see a lot of interviews while we're exploring on the first day 
you'll see a lot of pictures. We took a lot of pictures over there. But yes. we didn't get as many interviews and stuff. But the one thing that we actually did get on that day was actually an interview from, uh, it's called Three and a Half uh, Ninjas, and it's a studio making a smartphone game that uh, is called Cake Nana. So make sure you guys uh, kind of check out ktdata.net. That interview is going to be up on our day one interview on our day one write up, which is coming very shortly. Um, mm-hmm. Luckily, tomorrow is the Fourth of July, so I'm going to spend my Fourth of July editing video. Yes, hoo um, But not to stop there too. Um, after we got our interview, we decided actually look at the dealer's room. Yeah. Which <laughs> honestly was a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's and in the, in the tradition of uh, ktdata.net, um, whenever we go to the convention, we get grab bags. So, uh, again, Dito, we have a video of Dito opening his, uh, or Jason opening his grab bag that day. And uh, I decided to get this little thing while we're at the uh, Miss Booth on our first day right there. So, yes. It's a little uh, printy hat, if you guys don't know. And I found the most amazing thing ever on our first day. It was a, uh, so if you guys know, I have this Tenchi Muyo wall scroll right behind me. And. <laughs> If you can guess, I'm a big Tenchi Muyo fan. So I went in, and the first thing I see in this booth, and this booth has, like, shelves, and it's just, like, everything, $10 figures. And I look on the shelf. First thing I see is a Tenchi Muyo figure for 10 bucks. I'm like, oh, my God. And I, like, instantly buy it, and it's actually sitting right over there. I need to open it and play with it. Yes, <laughs> and it's not, just a, it's not just a figure. It's yeah. actually... Like a full movable action figure that's about what a foot tall, actually, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, it's about yeah, ten inches, ten twelve inches tall. Let and just... it's this, and the funny thing is, it was on clearance. That figure is actually pretty hard to find, considering Tenchi Muyo came out about fourteen, 14 years ago. So yeah, uh, I was surprised, and to find it for ten dollars, figures. If you notice, Dito spends a lot of money on figures, and they're yeah, probably yeah, just, around. Just yeah. Just look back here. That's a, that's just a fraction of it. Yeah, and you those probably cost a lot on along the sixty plus range, right? Easily. So I mean, for finding it for probably, ten bucks is a steal. In my frame, you can see the white box up there. That alone cost me over a hundred bucks. Yeah. So I was so surprised to find it. I'm like, all right, I'm taking this. <laughs> um. So that's actually we got most of our swag on that day, really. Yes. Um. This is also the day too when we uh, talked with. Uh, Funimation and got herself Funimation cups, which is actually sitting in the kitchen right now. Yeah. Which I still have all your Funimation cups. <laughs> oh, I need to get that. You yeah, dare I got those. My swag. Just, yeah, I, I swiped your swag. But, but this is also the same time period as that we got some bags. We got um, this too. We actually got the Cake Nan bag that I have right now. Yeah, mine's downstairs. So, um, that was our first day, you know, and we were pretty excited, but we walked a lot of the hall, but we didn't even get into the artist alley. So we only saw about half the hall on our first day. Yes. And the funny thing is we get back and I'm like, Dito, we should probably post stuff right now. And we're like, yeah, we got, <laughs> we got Wi-Fi, right? This, 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 this is going to work this well. This is a bad idea. This is a bad idea in the making, but if we didn't do it, then we would be far behind where we are right yeah. now. Yeah. So we're like, okay, this is, this is a good idea. I'll, I'll upload the videos that I have that I took on my phone. You upload all your photos. Um, needless to say, we were up until 3, and it was my turn this time to pass out, like sitting straight up. <laughs> yeah, um, about the same time period as uh, KT fell asleep, I fell asleep yeah. too. 
And then the next thing I know is Dito's just shaking me awake in the morning. I'm like, what? This is like, did your alarm go off? And Dito's like, no, but. <laughs> yeah, this is so this thing, you know, too. Day zero is Thursday. Day one is Friday. Day two that we're on now is on Saturday. I didn't set my alarm for Saturday. Yeah. and But I woke up, I woke up at like 8.16. Yeah. And then guess what? Since the white. Oh, oh, God. Hotel Wi-Fi, man. <laughs> yes. And here's the worst part, too, is that 10 o'clock is when we set up our interview with Miss America. Yeah. So, okay, let's set up the story. Um, we're, we're like, all right, we have like half an hour before our interview and everything. We'll, we'll be able to make it the convention center, right? And then, bam, we hit traffic. Right? And here's the, not just any traffic itself. Uh, for all and, those who don't know about this, too, the X Games was happening in L.A., at the Staples Center, directly is, next door yeah. to where Anime Expo is. Yeah. So we it was it was two conventions together like this, but separated at the same time. Yeah. So what, what Dito and I had to do was like, all right, we got to get out and walk. <laughs> yeah. We were about three blocks away. Yeah. So we got out and walked, and then we get there, and we're walking past the registration point, and we're like, okay, they probably won't let us in that way. So we're walking, and then they block off the main entrance for all the people who are passing. Like, well, crap. <laughs> you know? And so, and, and yeah. that, that's about and. probably nine forty-five. So we're like, crap. We got fifteen minutes to get to the Nisbu somehow. Um, so we walk back the other way, and we're like, okay, maybe we can walk around the convention center and get to the other side of that line the long way. It's the long way, but we'll actually we'll be able to get in, right? Yeah, so um, I, I knew about entrances on the top, you know, because we were going to go through the underground, you know, go through the underground uh, drive-ins and try to get in through that way because at least I know that how to do that. So we ended up walking up, walking around, and it was there's nothing there. So we ended up walking up on top around the, the backside where we're going to actually go downstairs to get into the underground garage. But there was a gentleman there, an older gentleman who was on security staff there, who stopped us. And he's like, and, "You guys really aren't going to be there." I'm like, oh, and yeah. At this and, point, I'm, I'm, like, we're frustrated. I mean, yeah. we had to walk three blocks, and already we are late for an interview. Yeah. And I'm, much. I'm humping the gear on my back, like yeah. And all oh, the here's gear KT. That, like, KT right here is actually has like forty pounds of, uh, of like gear on his back, and. You know, well, looking that around for what hour? We're at least there for ten hours. Yeah, it's and not fun. So, like, I'm like, ah, oh, man, I'm like, we gotta get to this interview. Like, we're gonna miss the guy if they don't. And security guard guy, if you are watching out there, thank you, thank you. Yes. Thank Sorry you. we didn't get your name and everything stuff, but you are you saved our lives. Yeah. He took us through the auditorium that we actually saw um, Animetal at, and yeah. he. And oh yeah, like, we, what, we two other people. Like two other people was following us too. We didn't even mention that on day one. On day one, we actually went and saw Animetal, which or Animetal USA to be correct, and which yes. is a metal band that does covers for uh, anime theme songs. And Dito's all green right now, but hopefully it'll pop ah, back in a second. How that happen? Um, but oh, there you go. Um, previews, previews, previews. But so. Um, Animetal is pretty rocking. If you actually want to see some video of that, we have that on our Facebook page. Again, that will be um, one of our RAWs is taken by me. You can watch that on uh, ktdata.net, and soon we'll have the full write-up with the pictures everything there. But 
security guard just, guard just, guy, a, just fair so warning much. about those animal videos i posted up on our facebook itself i'm sorry i didn't know that the facebook app sucks balls that bad because it just sounds like garbage mine sounds pretty good check the ones that kt posted i should just take those down to be honest and i'll try to upload the other one i have too it sounds a lot better but yes, if you, anyone ever uploads videos using the Facebook app, don't. If especially because this concert was loud. Oh, it was unbelievably so loud, but fun. unbelievably clear. Like Dito's, our socks were rocked. Needless to say, um, we got we got rocked beyond reason. It yeah. was it was an experience, and I even bought with a CD. Yeah. Um, but anyways, back to day two. Day two, um, we're, we're kind of just going to go, we're not going to go step by step through this because we'll just kind of name some of the things. So we actually set up, here's a list of interviews that you will be seeing, video interviews on the ktdata.net very shortly. Um, we got Sentai Filmworks, we got Nis America, we got Ban, uh, Namco Bandai for their Nino Kuni game, the White Witch of the um, West. If you on our Facebook page, I actually posted a link that uh, a couple mo- months ago we got capes which is pretty cool we I got like capes, capes guys we got freaking capes um, from nino kuni which by the way if no one knows too is the game that was the art was done by the legendary studio, studio ghibli. ghibli and made by uh studio f- uh, five of the professor five. layton games that are actually so it's going to be a good game i'm excited for that check out the interview that's yes. going to come up um we also yeah, got uh, definitely uh, so this one totally got me surprised. So in the hall, we see these little eggplant-looking signs, and we see Toyota on it and this PES thing. So while we're walking by the hall, we actually see this uh, booth, and uh, I'm like, Dito, let's go ask them what they're doing. Yeah, and, and what intrigued me was that they had Berserk. They had the new Berserk yeah. movies playing up there. I'm going, oh, you yeah. know, because you know, I like Berserk. I like the like anime Berserk. It was nice and gory and whatnot. Yeah, and, and you know, pretty no, still, you still at the same time, you know, like yeah. really good. And then so we find out that Toyota and the legendary Studio 4C have decided to make an anime, a joint, together to highlight the Toyota's eco-friendly things. Next thing you know... I'm here standing in front of representatives from both Toyota and Studio 4C interviewing them about their booth. So uh, make sure you guys... Just tell you how much KT got an interview with it. He had a translator. Yeah, there was even a translator because they... And so uh, make sure you guys check that out because it didn't hit me until after. I'm like, you know, I just interviewed one of the most well-known car companies and animation companies in Japan. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, just tell me about it because I entered. I, I didn't miss. I interviewed with Niss's uh, um, product, uh, production rep, and uh, was Ryan. That's right, it was Ryan. And yes, it, check these check these videos out because it's uh, when it sank in. When it sank in, we're just going like, <laughs> my uh, goodness, really? We just did this. Um, and then we also have the Otaku Social Network. We know yes. all, all you guys out there. I know some of you guys are actually listening and watching. Thank you, guys. I love all of you, and I honestly can't wait to hang out with you guys again. You guys yes. rock. Everyone from OSN, you know, because I'm a part of it, too. I've been there for since 2009. You guys are awesome. Hanging out with yourself. Yeah. I want, I'd want. i love to do it again yeah, if we yeah. ever end up hitting anything convention-related. 
to where you're going to be there. So if we will hang out. Yeah. So and you're awesome. Yeah. If any more of you guys are out there, you know, come by. If stop by Utah or stuff, don't feel afraid to just ping us up. We'll, you know, we'll work something out and like kick it because I, I love you guys. You guys rock. Yeah, we'll um, go out for sushi or something. Come on. Yeah. We also uh, met with uh, Sharon of uh, Ami Amor, which she made like a four foot tall uh, Totoro. Totoro. Um, so make sure you guys Corsage. Corsage. Yeah. Not a, it's yeah. not a stone. It's corsaged yeah. Totoro. Crochet. Four friggin' four friggin' feet tall. Yeah, she she crocheted that whole thing. So make sure you guys check that out. And then um, at the end of the day, we decided to go <laughs> get some. What 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 do you do when you're with a bunch of otaku? Let's go get some ramen. So we decided yes. we met up with the OSN guys and decided to go to get ramen. We went to uh, or how do you say it, Dito? Um, Orchan. Or, or, Orchan. Orchan ramen. And you guys are going what? That ramen place is actually fairly well known because it was featured on Man vs. Food, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, they're really known for the – they have like eight tiers of spiciness that goes from eight to zero, which is no spice. Then they have two more above it called Special 1, Special 2. So decided to take the ramen challenge, which you have to eat the Special 2 within 30 minutes. Yeah. So And so is the uh, admin of OSN. So he decided – so <laughs> decided to take this challenge while the rest of us are like – uh, that's a little too much for me right there. Yeah, because the last time I had the, the ramen there, I did a, a six, and that that hit me pretty hard, you know, because I like spicy foods, but that one hit me really hard, so I had to go for a five. Or, yeah. No, I went for a four, five. Um, yeah, I went for a five this time. Yeah, and so, and so he almost did it, too. He was yes. like... Three minutes over, barely three minutes over the time. Limit. Three minutes, and he did finish. Yeah, he, did he finish finished it. Just it, took so. three minutes longer. If at about the fifteen minute mark is when he start, got to the point where he ate all the noodles, but he started he had all the juice, and he start and he's using the spoon to eat the juice. I'm like, no, dude, chug it, just yeah. chug it. So we have we have pictures on the website posting all that stuff, and uh, make sure you guys check it out. And oh, I almost forgot. On on day two, Dito and I actually did something we'd never done before. We actually did some homework. <laughs> oh yeah, so day two we got a we got told by Funimation that, that we wanted to interview with them, so they told us that, that we can't really they can't really talk yeah. about anything so, right now. Th- th- so we th- went to their panel. Yeah, th- this is what kind of turned out. It's like, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, I'm KT from KTData.net. Um, can I uh, <laughs> yeah. get an interview with you guys? Did that. I was expecting to turn us down. I was honestly expecting them to turn us down. You know, you guys are only the largest distributor of anime in the U.S. right now. Um, And and she's like, oh, sure. But to be honest, all the good stuff we're announcing tonight on our panel. So you should go check that out and come talk to us tomorrow. And uh, we'll have even more goodies to talk about. I'm like, oh, oh, (laughs) thank you very much. So (laughs) do What can I say? I get intimidated. Yeah, I, just, yeah, here we are. Just a little, just just a little blog group itself talking about anime and just being as nerdy as possible. So going and trying to talk to like the great giant of anime distributing world, and you were just expecting me to get stepped on. But like, no, go ahead. You know, just come to our uh, panel, check out our stuff, then yeah. come talk to us, and we can actually spill all the beans on everything. So, we're just going like, oh, yeah. okay, um, you know, we're just gonna go out to your panel. Yeah. Oh, man, so we, this, we went. We we went to the Funimation panel. And just to give you guys a little taste of how the interview went is, let's just say their their uh, panel, they like almost went over. They had so much packed into it. And mm-hmm. when we Dito got a chance to sit down and talk with uh, the um, Sully and Justin, 
we uh, kind of went through and explained it. So make sure you check out that interview. It's like it's a good like solid 10, 15 minute interview. And yeah, they, it was a good there's interview. There's a lot of stuff that they covered in yeah, there. That, so make sure you I'll check be on our day three. That'll be on our day three, which we're going to cover yeah. right now. Um, um, do uh, check out the Funimation panel or Funimation. Um, um, was the interview? interview. <laughs> so that will be that. That's going to be up shortly. Other things that we did was uh, um, day three was kind of like <laughs> I kind of was like, "Ooh, shiny! Let's go interview them." <laughs> type thing. Um, yeah. So and just so everyone knows too, day three is you know Sunday. So and here here we are. Like uh, we have to leave Sundays. Yeah. You know, we have to leave at Sunday. Try to be out of the convention by five o'clock to catch our plane at seven forty nine, and we have to go to Long Beach again. And we just want to make sure we have all the stuff because, you know, KT sells a pack of his tripod, has to get all this stuff in. Mind That's you, right. too. Took, I got a pack of tripod every time. Yeah, we have a pack of tripod, but every we had lots and lots of swag, lots and lots of gear, lots and lots of just stuff. Stuff. Just random oh, yeah. junk, too. And I wouldn't really junk, but just lots of goodies. For example, too, like something I picked up on the last day, too. This is the virtual on Miku. Yeah. yeah. Which in the interview, will be, I will be doing a review of this later on. Yeah. I'll pick up art books and what's um, not. Yeah. So just to give you kind of a hint of who we interviewed, we interviewed this uh, new game that we honestly think is going to become the next uh, Blaze Blue, which is uh, L Sword. And we also, of course, the, the licensors of, of Blaze Blue, uh, Arxis USA, on there. Um, Axis. Axis. There's, no, there's an R. Axis. Axis. There you I, go. I always put the R in there. He always that, does that, it. That, I don't know why. Um, Game Samba, which is actually a free-to-play MMO that Funimation is kind of pushing to. That was pretty awesome. They actually gave us some announcements on there that they haven't really told many other people. So make sure you check that out right there. Um, I saw this cool booth called Hyperactive Monkey, so we got to go talk to the guy. He was pretty cool. Um, Yeah, it was like we just kind of passed by. We're looking at it, and we're just like, Hyperactive Monkey. Um, Another one. He's looking at like... Huh? Eh, eh. Uh Um, And another one is uh, MPS. Which is all I have to say is Mecca. Like yes. these guys are building actual Mecca. So check out yeah, that yes. interview right there. Um, yeah, that one I didn't think it was actually real until they actually start talking about it. They actually had a gear there, which was about the size of my torso or so. That was just the leg piece. Yeah. Um, and then another random one that just caught my eye because the guy was so engaging is uh, boxseats.tv. Um, Make sure you check out for that one. That one's actually a pretty cool one too, because like yes. Dito, these guys would make a good interview. We're we're, we're doing this one. We just we just walk past them and we just hear the guy going. And it's like you know what? That sounds familiar. Yeah. It sounds it sounds like yeah. We should go. That's our style right there. Um, so we have all these interviews coming up. You know, I wish I could tell you more about it, but we're running almost at an hour, fifteen minutes already. Um, like so, I just wanted to kind of all right, Dito. How did you feel about this year's Anime Expo? This is how it feels. Right here. Right here. Punching trees gives it wood. Um, yes. You know, me as an anime expo version, awesome! And yes, what, that's got you know, some nice swag. And- there, yeah. If you guys were saw my Twitter post, I'm running out of room on my messenger bag pins now, thanks to Anime Expo. And Anime Expo is one of the few uh, places I can go around and yell, Tetsuo! But no one responded. Yeah, no one Not one person responded to that. Yeah. Um, we did, though, when we were waiting in the Funimation line, somebody, because uh, we were still wearing our uh, Nino Kuni <laughs> capes, and the guy's, so what are you guys dressed up as? And I just look at them, podcasters. 
Yes, that was, that was good too. That was good and he too. took our picture. So. Yeah, we just so if you were trying to find a random picture of three guys in a cape, that would be us. Yes. Thank you, random guy, for asking. You know, and that was that was awesome. So, Anime Expo t- 2013 could be a possibility. For 2013 us. possibility all depends on KT's med uh, med school schedule. Yeah, um, and okay. So now back into a little bit of wrap up business right here for all you guys again. Sorry that we didn't do the last two episodes of Kuroko's Basketball or the last two episodes of Jorgamand. Or, yeah, Jorgamand. Jorgamand. They will be episode seven. We promise. Episode seven. But also, in episode seven, we will be doing, as usual, our summer anime previews. So we'll be picking out animes. If you guys want to add a suggestion, email us at kita at ktdata.net. K-I-T-A at K-T-D-A-T-A dot N-E-T. Send us in. We'll put it on our list. We'll start. We'll kind of give you guys a synopsis on it. And, you know, so you can see what the fields for summer looks like and what we could cover in our summer. See, man, we're already to a summer season. Summer. I know. It's already, it's already summer. That's, you know, it doesn't feel like it's already was like 106 today. That's going to be season four, Dito. Yes. We're gonna four be seasons. Four seasons be, of Kita Anime Podcast. That's nuts. How, how are we doing this? Um, and so, so send those in, and of course we'll be doing it live on July seventeenth at seven, about seven p.m. ish at ktdata.net slash live. Make sure you come stop come, by. Be in the peanut guy. Yeah, Talk to me and Dito. Just, we goof yeah, around in, a lot. Come check us on Justin TV. You know, yeah. just watch our watch our podcasts. You know, watch our live podcast. You know, interact with us, have some fun, yeah. put some put random stuff in there. We'll probably read it if it's well, you know yeah. if it catches our eye, makes it laugh hard enough. We'll we'll respond to you, and also keep an eye on our social network. So ktdata.net is the main site and the blog that has all the reviews and the write ups. But also facebook.com slash panda bear production that has. Um, pictures, videos. I'll be posting um, on Twitter also at KT Data, and both on Facebook and and Twitter. I will be posting out links on where to watch the final two episodes of Kuroko's Basketball and Jumper Again very shortly, so you can click and make sure you guys are actually there and everything. Um, also, great people there. Dito also posts on Facebook random. Random, 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 random. Random, random, random stuff. Random stuff. On random. It. It's awesome. Yeah, it's like whatever I happen to be watching at the time, whatever anime I just have to post it up or I have an idea about stuff, I'll just grab a, a still shot of it from my computer, just put it up there, maybe throw a caption on, post, and just throw it up there. Yeah. Also, do check it out on our new banner itself. I put KT on there. <laughs> it's a pretty awesome banner anyways. Facebook.com slash Panda Bear Productions. Also, the two people that actually entered the cap- caption contest we did last uh, episode. Email me. I need your ad read so we can put them on. Um, so, I don't know. Other than that, I really don't have anything think, else to say. I think we covered I think we covered what we really need to cover. So, see, in, until next time, guys. See you in two weeks. Bye. See you in two weeks, guys. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, look pretty! Behave! Hula. <laughs> <laughs>